0: Hey guys, uh, welcome to Ruin Hammer, Season 2, Episode 3. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, we're hoping third time's a charm with the no technology glitches tonight. I'm here, mate. Uh, just waiting it's, for my co-host to, Don't worry, to mate. Uh, join in. There he is. Hey, mate, how, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate.
1: How are you going?
0: I'm good, bud. I'm doing really good. I... Um, Happy birthday for yesterday. Uh, Rob celebrated his 40th yesterday, everyone. So uh, happy 40th birthday, brother.
1: Yeah, cheers, mate. Really appreciate that. Awesome to get so many um, greetings and well wishes from all the faithful on Ruin Hammer. That was awesome. Just made my day. So thanks a lot, everyone.
0: It was a nice cake too, by the looks of things, bro.
1: Yeah, how good was that? Uh, Custom custom, uh, cake topper there. So that was absolutely brilliant tasted good as well not not too good for the waistline but sensational yeah.
0: i'm sure it did yeah i'm sure it did it looked it looked awesome yeah it looked awesome hello christian how are you brother thanks for joining um mate we're uh...
1: Looks like we're having some technical difficulties here. We've just lost my co-host. And just waiting for him to pop back in. Oh, <laughs> looks like we're just having some technical difficulties here. We've just lost my co-host. So uh, apologies for that. I'm not sure where he went. Uh, maybe third time isn't lucky after all. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll soldier on at the moment. Um, we have a very special guest tonight. We've got Dan Floyd, the Warriors manager, team manager here, um, as my co-host is just re-entering the feed. Apologies for the technical difficulties again, everyone. Um, Hammer is... into the chat with Dan Floyd. This is going to be a real interesting talk. It will give us all a real great insight into what goes on behind the scenes um, at the Warriors there. So, um, my buddy is just... You on deck there, Hammer?
0: Man technology
1: third time lucky hey
0: but i thought i thought yeah i, I jinxed myself didn't i
1: <laughs> my god apologies for the dead air there as well i thought that i might have dropped out as well so so oh uh, mate, I was, yeah i was just saying everyone that we, we're very lucky to have dan floyd here tonight and um we might bring him straight yeah, into mate, the yeah conversation. so without any further ado. yeah
0: mate yeah very very lucky Um, Yeah, he's our very special guest tonight, Um, he's the heartbeat behind the Vodafone Warriors, the man that uh, gets all that stuff done behind the scenes without any fanfare, Um, so yeah, he's joining us tonight, uh, Vodafone Warriors team manager, Daniel Floyd, and
1: we're all having issues tonight. Thanks, thanks so much for joining us, you're a bit sideways on us there mate, you. (laughs)
2: Same with you, you're the same, you were fine before, how's this? That is perfect. Oh, That's excellent. I can't right. see
0: anything, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I've got no idea what's going on at my end. I can't see a damn thing. Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you fine, mate.
1: Awesome. Well, Dan. Well, well thanks okay. for joining us. Well,
0: My video's not working. I can't see. Now,
1: <laughs> how are you enjoying the Australian summer, Dan?
2: Uh it's been really good. It's, uh, it's a lot warmer than back home, mate. Tamworth in particular was really hot, but. Uh, it's much nicer than in Terrigal, being by the sea, much better.
1: Yeah, a bit of uh, ocean breeze. So, so tell us a little bit about your rugby league journey. So where'd you grow up and um, and when, did, and where did you get into playing your first footy game?
2: Uh, I grew up in a place just north of Auckland, Hibiscus Coast. Uh, I started playing footy when I was about 11, I think under 12 the first time I started. Started Hibiscus Coast, just played for them. Uh, my whole life up until I was about twenty-five, I ended up calling it quits. And yeah, uh, from then on I've managed to make a career out of it as well.
0: Yeah, you um you played for the hibiscus raiders in the barter Cup. Two thousand and one was the first year. Um and that year five, the highest point scorer with three hundred and eight, and you were the Auckland rugby league best and fairest player. That must have been a
2: it was, mate. It was. Uh, I'm struggling to hear you a little bit. You're cutting out, but I got most of it. Um, it was a. It was a really good year, mate. I was uh, coached by Brian McClennan and Tony Benson that year, who went on to some bigger things, both of them. And, uh, mate, it was a fantastic year. It was a really good year to be a part of it, and we uh, managed to win the comp that year. So it was really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Following your outstanding 2001 domestic season, you were put on a development contract at the Warriors. Um, you even played the, some of the preseason trials. Can you tell us a bit about what it was like to do the preseason with the top
2: squad? Wow, well, man, you guys have done some research. <laughs> just going back a Roger. bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> uh,
2: no, it was good. It was really good. I got to play in um, one or two trials. I can't remember. I played in one down in Christchurch against Cronulla Sharks. And uh, for me, that was a massive highlight because, uh, you know, I just got in there. I was. On a development contract, training part time, and then next thing you know, I'm downplaying as Kanal Sharks and Christchurch, and going to after match functions, sitting in a booth next to Matthew Johns, and that it was yeah, it was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, the the Warriors had an abundance of outside backs, full um, fullbacks uh, during that time during those two thousand two to two thousand four seasons. How close were you to getting an opportunity in first grade?
2: Uh. 2002, 2004, not that close, to be honest, I don't think. Like you say, they were, they were, that was in, when they were in their peak, you know, minor yeah. premiers in 2002 and playing finals 40. So mm. it was a really hard team to get into. I got close in 2005, so I'm told by Tony Kemp when he was the coach. Um, nearly got a run then, apparently. There's a bit of a story behind it, but, yeah, never, never quite got there. So yeah. how many
1: seasons did you continue playing rugby league?
2: after that, mate, I ended up giving up uh, uh, 2005 was my last year, I think I ended up finishing up that year because I, I found out I got a bit of a back problem a bit of a narrow spinal canal, high risk in, in contact sport they said, you know, it's a bit risky you playing contact sport, so you can keep playing if you want, you might might be fine for the rest of your life, but you know, it's got one tackle and you could yeah. end up in a wheelchair, so sanity prevails. I decided to give it away I yeah. found a nice lady Nice. Started to settle down and,
0: yeah. <laughs> Have some kids. That's um, the one. Post-footy, you said you, you, you worked at the Auckland Rugby League. And then when Bluey McLennan got the uh, coaching gig at the Warriors in 2012, um, he brought you with, in with him. Um, what was your first role within the Warriors organisation?
2: My first role was, when I first went there, it was just solely the NRL football manager. So I was just solely focused on looking after the NRL team and the team manager there so yeah that, that was um that was really good Bluey was great to work with I knew him obviously before from my time at the Raiders yep. and uh it's pretty nerve-wracking though mate because I'd never been a team manager of an under twelve team let alone an NRL <laughs> team so but uh he had a lot of faith in me and brought me up there and yeah, it was great but uh, unfortunately he only lasted one year
1: yeah yeah very unfortunate yeah so you've been you've been in the management role now for ten years, and you're renowned within the NRL community for being the best in the business. Um, what is a standard day at Warriors HQ for Dan Floyd?
2: Who told you that, mate? Is that Cameron George again? Is it? It's
1: just, it's just fact. Everyone knows it. Yeah,
0: everyone knows this, bro.
2: All <laughs> oh, right, eh? <laughs> Cameron George, eh? he was on last well, week, stitching me up again.
0: Cameron, <laughs> George, Cameron George has just commented, ask Dan what time he's going to Tugger in the morning. I need a lift, and he's about, It's his shout for a coffee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, ask Cameron if he's going to come out at all, because he doesn't turn up most days.
0: Oh, there Ooh. you go, Cam. You're, you're right of reply now.
2: Return, sir. No, a normal day, normal day is... Um, Ah, oh, it could it could be anything. Like for example, today I spent a big chunk of my day booking spots in isolation for some families and and staff that are going back home at certain times of throughout the year. Then there's all the other sorts of stuff, mate, with team meetings, scheduling, meeting with people, planning stuff. It's just it's it can change all the time, mate. To be honest.
1: So the, the logistics of your yeah, job... Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. the logistics of
0: your job must be a nightmare, like organising travel.
1: I think you just dropped out yeah. there, but we're just asking about the accommodation, airport transfers, bus transfers for training. Have I dropped out? Games, yep. dinner
2: reservations. So do you have
1: a yep. support team or is it just you?
2: Uh, no, I do have a support team. I've got a, a young guy, Joe, who's actually back in Auckland there. But... Um, he helps me with a bit of that stuff, but it is, there is a lot to organize, mate. It is a lot, but as long as you plan, as long as you're organized, you're prepped in advance and you stay on top of things. I love a good checklist. Then uh, you get through it, mate. And you get, everything gets done on time. It's just, if you're not, if you're not organized, mate, you're going to get, get behind and things are going to fall away and you're going to miss stuff. So yeah,
1: just like being a player. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah.
2: True. Oh, the players will let you know if you miss something too. Trust me.
1: Yeah, I'll bet.
2: (laughs) You're going to have 35 of them on your case, so it's good motivation not to miss something.
1: Yeah, you've got to be on top of your game.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, definitely.
1: Well, the preseason this year was split between Auckland and Kiama prior to Christmas. Um, So where were you based, and were you responsible for organising the logistics on both sides of the Tasman?
2: I was based in Auckland, so and that's where having some support base around you is really good and it was a good opportunity for the for young joe my offsider to, to develop a bit i put him in charge of the Kayama group and said May, i'm going to give you a little project here you're in charge of that and joe just flourished he looked after that group and took responsibility for them and organized them and did all their organizing all their prep and now uh, he did a really good job
0: apologies for my very unstable internet. It's just I don't know what's going on tonight. It's just these shocking. things happen.
1: The joy of oh,
0: life. mate. Yeah. So I've just <laughs> I've just actually switched over from a Wi-Fi to like going off my phone. So we'll see how that goes. Um, how was it when the squad eventually came together in Tamworth in January?
2: Uh, it was pretty amazing, to be honest. It was. We were a little bit nervous about it at first. We were like, you know, this is going to be very different. We've never done anything like this before. How are we going to make sure the team connects, how they come together as a squad. But it was it was quite um, amazing just on day one, even just walking into the place and the boys just came together and it was it was like they'd been together for a week or so already. It was yeah. just amazing. They came together really quickly and we had a few things planned throughout that month that we thought could help them gel a bit quicker and, and connect. And yeah, it was, uh, it was a real productive month and a really good month in the end. So, so the Cam Georgian
1: is, oh, sorry, through Cam Georgian is on the road videos. We've been very privileged to see so much of the behind the scenes that goes on that we never get to see before, which has been so awesome for us fans. So yep, it started, yeah, so the fans back in New Zealand had some sort of connection with the team while they're, while they're over here. Have you been getting much feedback um, from New Zealand?
2: Uh, only, for, only from my wife <laughs> <laughs> my wife's seen it all yeah she's loved it um, other than that like I'm to be honest I'm not on much social media or anything like that so I haven't really seen much of the feedback but I have heard that there's a lot of talk about it but Cameron rates yeah. it Cameron's given himself a good plug here and there well so
1: speaking of Cameron speaking of Cameron he does he does he has made a comment here so well, he says here we go.
2: makeup followed by haircut
1: followed by stretching in front of the mirror. <laughs> he does all the work. Trust me, guys.
0: Oh, Cam George with a stitch-up. <laughs> Absolute oh, stitch-up from the boss there. He's
2: good. He's good. I knew he'd be watching this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's um, it's interesting because um, we're, we're seeing a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, but uh, we all thought that everyone had their families with them here this time around in, in Australia, but you were saying before you came
2: on on live that your family's still back in New Zealand. You're here on your own. Yeah, yeah. There's a few of the staff in the same boat. It's just obviously the staff. Our family's a bit older. It's uh, The players have generally got young kids, you know, so pack them up, bring them over. It's pretty easy, but like for example, my family, one's 13, one's nine. She's in high school now. She's got braces, going to all orthodontist once a month. I've got two dogs. It's just... It's all a little bit too much, you know, to try and get it. I'd, I'd love for them to come over here on the next flight tomorrow, but it's just, yeah, the circumstances don't really allow it. But there's another, yeah. both, our, both our two main trainers don't have their families here. They're back in New Zealand. Yeah. Head coach's family's down in Cronulla. So not everyone's actually in camp, but. Oh, okay. Mm.
0: All right. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess it makes it hard though. Uh. The Warriors have the this uniqueness, and we always have of being one of the most diverse squads in the NRL in terms of cultural representation. Um, you've been credited with introducing cultural nights to the entire squad. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how how the squad has
2: has bought into that? Yeah, it's uh, I probably don't deserve the full credit for that. To be honest, it's actually something that the uh, women's team started doing a bit of in their short campaign last year, and it was yeah, the they did that. Yep so off the back of that we've done some something the same and we actually did it uh, we did a tongan night a samoan night a fijian night an indigenous night and then we purposely put the uh, new zealand maori night at the end as well so yep. it was just a chance again about connecting as a squad got all the boys to you just see them they come to life because they're so passionate about their culture yep so for example the tongans got up first and Elias Katoa led that one and they taught us a lot about their culture. They gave us some phrases some songs to sing. They got up did some dancing. Uh, the chef at McEwen cooked some Tongan food for us. It was, man, it was amazing. And they just really set the standard really high, the Tongan boys, and then everyone else just followed from it. And it ended up getting to the point where the Indigenous night, we were out at a special site, you know, looking at drawings that were 60 years old, um, having smoking ceremonies, learning mm-hmm. some Indigenous dances. Uh, the Maldy one we had uh, uh, the whole squad doing a haka, which yeah. I've never seen in my time. The whole squad, Aussies, everyone whole, did a haka oh, together. Lot. Oh, that's great! Yeah, Aussie boys and all they jumped in and did a haka. Awesome. Yeah, it was amazing.
1: Yeah, I saw
0: um, some um, like behind the scenes footage of that, like where they'll teaching you and um some of the haka moves and that. And the girls, the girls did that last year as well. All the Aussie girls, um, yep. yeah, did that haka in that last game of their WNRL season, and. You're right. They, they introduced it last year and it was in their short campaign. I think that was the the respect of each other's cultures and learning about each other's cultures is what brought them all together, really close knit, um, which I hope will have the same effect on our men's squad this year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's probably something that we haven't done enough of, you know, being the Warriors is uh, actually embracing the whole, the whole multi-culture a lot more. And it's, um, yeah. Something we've been working on the last few months, and Adam Blair's been a big part of that back in New Zealand. Yep, and it's something we want to bring into the club a lot more. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah,
2: it's really exciting. It's good.
1: Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, great way to bring everyone together, bring the whole unite the whole squad. Um, something else unique about the Warriors this year is the fact that there's maybe nine or ten players within the 30 man squad who have never seen Mount
2: Smart Stadium or the ground facilities. <laughs> I know. How crazy is that? It's ridiculous, we got we got Jack it? Jack Murchie, who By the time he gets to Mount Smart, he would have been playing for the club for two years. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just unbelievable to think about. We've put posters, uh, pictures up of m- what Mount Smart looks like, what our training facilities look like, and <laughs> now over here, just so the guys can actually have a little bit of connection with back yeah. home and see what it's like. It's just we've got locker rooms, and back home we've got their names up on the lockers, and the boys have been there. <laughs> I've never even been there. That's amazing.
0: Man, yeah, it's just it's ridiculous when you think about it, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. leading into round one this weekend, can you enlighten us on how your game day pans out from like the time you wake up to kick off and then post game until the squad's back at Terrigal Because I'm am assuming yeah. it's a very
2: busy day for you. Uh, to be honest, most of my work's done before game day. I, again, I just like to be prepared nice and early, so when it comes to game day, it's a lot of stuff is, for me, is just ticking boxes, checking things, double-checking things, you know, ringing up the bus company, making sure he's going to be on time, setting up the meal, pre-game meal, making sure we're ready for our meeting and our video session. Just It's a lot of just little bits and pieces teed in. Yep. Then once we get to the stadium, um, again, I've got a big tick box that I go through. It's meeting the ground managers, checking the times, making sure the times are in sync with what we've got. Um, and then this, I won't bore you with all the other bits and pieces on my... No, trip we're, we're, it's, it's not boring. boring. It's, it's, it's actually we, very... It's interesting. That.
0: It's yeah. probably... Oh, you know, okay. When we're talking about having you... Like when Rob and I were talking about having you on, when I first contacted you about getting you on, I said it's the talk that I'm most interested in because it's a lot of the stuff that us as fans don't get to see and we don't really... Uh, recognize or acknowledge is is happening in the background. Um, I was fortunate last year for that round one game in Newcastle when we brought um, Josh Gage up and he addressed the side and I was fortunate enough to be able to like see a little bit of what goes on before a game. But even that was just a small snippet of, of um, stuff. And it kind of opened my eyes up about um, how much stuff goes into preparing for a game and again, a lot of that falls on your shoulders. It's, it becomes your responsibility to make sure, you know, everything runs like clockwork and all the boxes are ticked. So yeah, it's not boring us, bro. It's it's That's stuff it, that man. we're really interested to, to learn about. And
2: yeah, so. i got I got to say that speech that Josh did before the game in round one last year is probably one of the best, most uh, motivational speeches I've ever seen by a guest speaker coming. It was top notch That yeah? He was amazing. Mm.
0: Mate, he, he's my mate, and um, hearing him talk the way he was talking, like I was tearing up sitting at the back of that room. So um, yeah, I can imagine what it was like for guys that didn't actually know him just to hear the struggles that he'd been through. And and again, it, it it's it just goes to show how unique the Warriors are as a club because Cameron George was in touch with him, you know, all this time, all that time during his um, operations and his recovery and and so forth. And we, as we said to Cameron two weeks ago, it's. Like we get access to you, we get access to Cameron it, it's just, you know, it's ridiculous that just t- two nufties who have a Facebook live show and just well, like the chat all things Warriors can get access to the guys in the Inner Sanctum who are quite happy to come on and talk to us about, you know, stuff that happens at the Warriors. We yeah, we
1: feel privileged.
2: Privileged well, and than
1: eternally than grateful, grateful. Yeah.
2: yeah. More than happy to talk to you. Mate. You guys are big fans yeah oh, we love more it. than happy you know,
1: bread and butter thanks bro <laughs> thanks um just ca- just casting our minds back to the last season i mean it was almost impossible for the squad to have any kind of fan engagements because of the strict covid bubble and everything that and the conditions that the team was was within um is there any plans this year to have some sort of fan engagement this season whether it be like fan days open training sessions or just players going to the fence at full time
2: yeah, so it was really hard last year. It was difficult. Um, we did do an open training session up at uh, Tamworth already. We did one of those because all pre-season, you're pretty much acting under no protocols. It was just follow the local government advice. Yep. They have actually, as of today, put us under some protocols.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So that was
2: a part of my day today, reading 60-page documents on protocols and what we can and can't do. Oh. And uh, actually one of them uh, it's obviously, it's not not at the same standard as last year because obviously the situations not different. But one of them was still, um, I noticed they don't want us to go up to the fence at games. They still want us to stay 1.5 metres away from the fence at games, which I was a little bit surprised with at first. Um, but uh, yeah, they've they've got this stuff in place with the government to try and make sure the game gets protected. And
0: I was going to say, it only takes one in the crowd, doesn't it though? It does,
2: it does. You know. And... Um, we can do some community events as long as we get it approved by Apollo. So I've just uh, requested doing a, a signing session at Erin Affair on the oh, 25th yeah. of April. Oh, cool. Requested with Apollo. So I has got to send it in, request it, and see what they come back with. And if we can, yeah, we're definitely keen to do some community engagement. Nice.
0: Get some guest people into the dressing rooms, you know, like maybe, you know, two
1: guys, that... just a couple of guys. that
2: <laughs> just, a, just a couple of randoms.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> No one in particular, but yeah. 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 We're not mentioning names <laughs> or
2: anything. Oh yeah. uh, if you find a if you find a couple of people, let me know then.
0: Well, mate, there'll be there'll be a couple of guys sitting front row base seven this weekend. Um base seven. yeah, you you can't miss us. We should be right behind the Warriors bench. Um right. yeah, we'll be very loud and proud. You 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 won't miss <laughs> us, bro, trust me.
2: I look forward to it.
0: Are you gonna grow your big handlebar moustache again this year, mate?
2: Nah, well, I thought about it, but no, nah, that was last year. This is a new year. I was actually thinking about going for the monkey, the monkey beard. You seen those ones? The what?
1: Monkey beard?
2: It's monkey tail, monkey tail. You go from here down and around and back over like a monkey tail. <laughs> I'll
0: do it. Okay. <laughs> do
2: it. Yeah. You go first and we'll follow.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> okay. Make,
0: make right. sure you shave on Saturday morning to keep this bit. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll be awesome. <laughs> The um, There it is, Mama. <laughs> You've uh, you've been involved with the Warriors for what ten years now?
2: Going this is on my ten, 10 season now, yeah.
0: Yep. Okay. In your opinion, in the time you've been involved in the club, who is the biggest pest that you've come across?
2: Oh wow, the biggest pest, James Maloney, without a doubt. Oh, <laughs> I
1: can't believe that. Yeah, so could
2: oh, I. I loved Jimmy. He was awesome, but he was a pest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Genuine pest. Who's the
2: current pest? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a pest, but I like to call Bailey Siren the squeaky wheel. Really? Ah. He's not a pest. No, he's not a pest, but he just likes to prod you a little bit here and there. And because we would have thought jazz. Ah, no, nah, I get on real well. Jazz is good. <laughs> jazz is actually. If you want Jazz to uh, jump in and do, a, do something late, a promo or something late, he'll put his hand up and do it.
0: Yeah, bro, he's, he's been on the show. Uh, he's done a couple of call-outs and stuff on uh, social media for us. So, yeah, he's awesome. Actually, Cameron yeah, George was saying Kane Evans is borderline <laughs> best.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a bit different, Kane. Actually, Roger told me, he goes, oh, when you saw him, he goes, oh, he's a bit different, gay, He's a bit different. But he's a, he, and he is different, but he's, he's funny different. <laughs> funny, funny I, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't say we've got any piss in the team at the moment no piss nice. just a couple of a couple of larrikins. Larrikins,
0: larrikins, yeah that's yeah,
1: it Larrikins. Yeah. yeah yeah what about so who would you say is the best trainer
2: the best trainer currently yeah yeah the current we know,
0: squad we know it's not Torhu.
2: yeah we've been told that on <laughs> numerous occasions <laughs> uh Oh, there's multiple guys that are really good trainers. You know, you've got guys like Wade Egan, really solid trainer. Marcelo Montoya, Eli Katoa, uh, Jermaine Tanoa-Brown. There's, there's plenty of them that are really good trainers. Ken Mamalo, Roger, obviously. Roger's a really solid trainer. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of them.
1: Uh, you've probably you've probably already answered this one, but who's the squad comedian?
2: Is it, is it Kane
1: Evans or is there someone else funnier
2: than, yeah. than him? Is
1: nah, this, it's, it's Kane? It's, yeah. it's Kane Evans. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um. Well, living in living in the COVID bubble last season, who emerged as the master chef of the squad?
2: Oh, Laurie Hale, my room my roommate was pretty good. Georgia Hale's dad. Yeah, he was yep. very good. Yep. yep. Yeah, doing a lot of cooking. We actually took. Uh, we had boys come around to our apartment once a week. Different rooms coming around for dinner at our apartment. It was, a, you know, it was a good opportunity to do things that you wouldn't normally do with a team. You know, have boys over for dinner once a week, and that was really good. I know um, Cameron George is staking his claim this year.
1: Oh, really? Staking he's, his claim. Oh, is, is, is that, is that a, a pun intended? Staking his claim. He's,
2: <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. But he's um, bought himself a barbecue. He's got a roast. Um, what do you call it? A spit roast up on the deck. He's oh yeah, he's loving it.
0: Why don't we get a video of that, Cam? Cam George.
2: You still listening that,
0: right? Cam? Yeah. <laughs> um, how did you get your nickname, Dingo?
2: Uh, well, I was actually born in Australia. So oh, yeah? I spent all I my, my parents are both Kiwis, yeah. but they are just in Australia for work at the time. So I was born there. I've been in New Zealand since I was six years old though, so I've been there a long time. And it uh, was actually a player I played with a hibiscus called Mikio Offia Tonga. He heard that I was born in Australia and he just started yelling out that the dingo stole my baby no. <laughs> and it just stuck ever since.
1: What, what part of Australia were you from originally? Uh, Sydney. I was born Sydney. in Sydney.
0: Yeah. Ah, okay. yeah. Good part. So the good part of Australia, bro.
1: That's right. If you'd said Brisbane, <laughs> I would have said, you know, that's all right. But yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Mate, you're going to have to scroll the screen because I can't see anything. My, my internet's just shocking at the moment. All right, so I'm just... Um, to... Dingo, can you give us a heads up on any young talent coming through that we should keep an eye on? Not necessarily within the 30-man the squad, but, you know, guys that we've sent up to Redcliffe or guys that are back in New Zealand in the junior, de, junior development pathways. That...
2: Yep, yep. We've got a um, oh, young kid called Billy Vilea. Who's not now 30 at the moment? He's here with us though. Yep. Uh, he's an ex uh, New Zealand. Where well, he's coming through the ranks at New Zealand Sevens. When we signed him up, he's a really good player. We've actually, got another another guy, Rocco Berry. Yeah,
1: Rocco. Yeah. yeah, Rocco got lots of raps on him.
2: I didn't yeah, realise no, he was so
1: big. He's a big kid.
2: Yeah, he's 90 something kgs now. Yeah. yeah, you should have made. He wasn't 90 kgs two years ago when he came up. No, I saw him time. play.
0: You know, um, I saw him play. Uh, he was fullback in the reserve grade game last year at Newcastle in mm. one of the only few games that, you know, we got to play reserve grade. And he, but yeah, he, he's, he's tall, but yeah, he's, he's really filled out. I saw him in that trial against the Titans and he, um, yeah, he, he, he looked a unit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Got another kid um, who's here with us now at the moment, actually, just on a training trial, Taniyela Otukolo. He's a hooker coming oh, yeah? through the squad. Looking very good, and we've sent a couple of uh, young boys up to Redcliffe, the, um, the Kipu twins, to Kinikina and Walingi uh, up in uh, Redcliffe. A couple of good boys coming through too.
0: So with, with the guys that are on train and trial that aren't in the 30-man squad, they stay and live with the squad and, and go through the training and so forth, and even though they know they've got no opportunity to play, do they get sent to Redcliffe to play or...?
2: Yeah, they will. Yeah, okay. but they've actually got a chance to play later in the year. I think it's after around 11. We're actually yep. allowed to play train and trial players if you want.
0: Okay. Oh, nice. So is, there's um, an
2: opportunity for them.
0: Yeah. Is is Jaden Nicaruma still in the train and trial?
2: No, nah, he did his shoulder again in preseason. So, mm-hmm. he had oh. so he went back home, got the operation. He's just... Yeah, he's up at Redcliffe now. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we just got a few few comments coming through so the great richie morgan saying awesome stuff boys thanks thanks for the insights dan Um, everyone's saying absolutely grateful that we that we're able to um to hear a a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes so all the boys are really appreciating the insight all our viewers and everything so we really do appreciate that and uh, there's just cam george stitching up in a few comments there (laughs) as well so
2: um yeah, do you? he's good, eh? He's good. Actually, he's 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 almost right up there for the the pist actually. Pist? Huh? Was, yeah. yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't you didn't have him around last year. It was good because he was back in New Zealand. But yeah,
2: a good a good
1: uh, good question here from uh, Paulie Iwane. Do you think if push comes to shove, Nathan <laughs> Brown will slap anyone this year?
2: <laughs> I'd say that's probably not going to happen. I think he'd learn his lesson on that one.
0: Okay. <laughs> Not not when we play the bulldogs, there won't be some push and shove and slapping around in the coaches' boxes.
2: Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> how's actually how's Brownie settled in? Brownie's good. He's he's a he's a and Brownie. He's uh, I've uh, I start started calling him the man of the people because he's just such a people person. Brownie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a real easy person to get along with. He's just uh, loves having a chat. He's just uh, he's a real good fella. I... I th-
0: I think um, one of the benefits of the uh, Cam George GoPro was the um, the little segment that he videoed where Nathan Brown um, named the, uh, the leadership, leadership squad yeah. for this season. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah it, gave, it was a really good video. And then um, after everyone left and he kept the leadership squad back, he had a bit of a chat to them. And it was it was quite um, revealing just how much of a uh Good talker, good communicator he is with his players. Um, yeah, which is yeah, which is something that I think. Uh, I, again, it's it's one of those things that you, you really don't get to see, and um, yeah, it's it's just it's been great to be able to see that. There was a Cam did a nice interview with you um, a
2: couple of weeks back. Uh, um, a few weeks back now, he gives you plenty of notice too, Cameron. He gives you about thirty seconds notice before before he? he does one with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I noticed he He's wanders around on the face. field at the end of the game. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Rob's going to have his face (laughs) on the weekend. (laughs) Uh, um,
1: I've got a a good question that's come in from Jay Harris here. Jay Harris, big fan of the show. And um, it says, any chance any Warrior Talent Scouts will be looking around the Central Coast and Hunter competitions for development opportunities?
2: Well, we've got our uh, head of recruitment here in camp with us, Peter O'Sullivan. Yep. Yep, he's here in camp. So I'm sure he'll be getting out and about and, watching plenty of footy while he's here. He'll be shooting up to Redcliffe as well, watching the young boys we've sent up there all the time. So, yeah, there's definitely mm-hmm. opportunities if there's someone that uh, Peter thinks is worth coming out to have a look at. That
1: That's great. Got his finger on the pulse as always. Sorry, yeah, I've got the, the, the
0: great ones looking at the uh, feed and just making sure that I'm, we've got all the Cameron George questions. Uh, covered. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, think, I think we got, the, oh, we got the best. We got his
2: best material out of the way.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't popped his head in the back.
2: Oh, so am I. So am yeah. I. I'm half expecting the door to open soon and him stroll in. <laughs>
0: oh. Well, mate, we um, we won't keep you too long. Uh, we know you're a busy man. Uh, just want to thank you for stopping by and having a chat with us. Um, we can't wait to be on the Central Coast on on Saturday, Rob's flying down Saturday morning. I'm going to pick him up from the airport and we'll be up there Saturday to cheer the boys on. Um, so we can't wait. Yeah. And uh, so make sure you, you give us a wave for 1.5 uh, meters away. Say hi. Give us a wave and um, <laughs> Mate, we'd love to get you on later on in the year too, just to um, chat and talk about how the team's going uh, further down the track. If you're up for
2: that. Oh mate, absolutely. More than happy to come on again at a later date. And uh we, uh, we can't wait for Saturday either, mate. Yeah. It's been a long pre-season. It's been a long couple of months here in Aussie without the footy. We just can't wait to get out there, mate. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. we can't wait either. Very Thanks, Dan. We'll, um, yeah. we'll see you on Saturday, brother.
2: All right. See you later, guys. Say Thanks, goodbye Dan. to Cameron Appreciate for me, either. eh? Yeah, bye. Yep. Cheers. Dan Thanks, says Dan. bye,
0: Cam. <laughs> <See> you, Cam. <laughs>
1: bye. Oh. right, That was a good chat. That was a very good chat. I was really looking forward to having a chat with Dan actually because, yeah, um, yeah you, I've always wanted to know the logistics involved and what goes on behind the scenes there, and yeah, so that was that was a really great chat. Yeah, That's I um,
0: I do have to apologise, mate. I, I do not know. I, I jinxed myself, didn't I? I bagged you
1: out for two weeks of technical yeah. dramas, and I've dropped out three times in the one show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I apologise as well for the dead air before because I assumed that it was me again that had fallen out. So, nah. I, and that's what happened last time. Like, it was just me there, and I thought, oh, I'm not even on. And then, then my lovely wife comes out and says, "You're on. You're on." <laughs> I do apologise,
0: everyone. And I, I um, my I was recording it so that we can load it up onto the um, Spotify and that, and yeah, it just. Send a lag through everything. The second screen dropped out. I couldn't get Facebook up. And then all of a sudden, it was just, yeah, it was nothing. I had nothing. So Technical
1: geniuses, Roo and Hammer. Hammer.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. So, mate, you're going to have to send me the, uh,
1: the file again this week. No, that's, that's okay. no worries at all. We work with that. that. this is Again, this is the joys of going live, isn't it? Yeah, with absolutely. And bugs yeah. in the system.
0: Yeah, I've seen more professional people have just as much problem as us. So. Exactly.
1: It makes yeah. you feel a little bit better. Um, so,
0: thanks, thanks for those questions too, too for, um, for Dan That was awesome um, gonna be, yeah, be, it'll be, it's, I'm excited to get up there Talking about round one I'm excited to get up there this weekend um, Just on that If anyone's heading up to round one On Saturday uh, <laughs> Malcolm Earnshaw Good to see you guys still like each other After finally meeting each other
1: <laughs> that would have been awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's like, oh, this is really isn't working <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. We be better when we had an online relationship. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, um, all, it's all good. It's all yep. good in the Rue and Hammer camp there, Malcolm. Thank you. <laughs>
0: um, but if anyone is heading up to round one uh, this weekend, uh, if you want to stop into the Central Coast Leagues Club at about one o'clock, Rue and Hammer and our entourage will be there at one o'clock uh, having a few birthday drinks for Rob it was Rob's 40th birthday as I said yesterday so his birthday present from his wife is a trip down to Sydney to watch round one
1: um, yeah giving me the weekend off so I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful for that and yeah. it's gonna be absolutely fantastic we're gonna be doing a bit of uh, filming and yep there yep. a few things for the YouTube page so yeah and we've
0: got we've got a we've got a couple of guys joining us we have got um, CJ from the final tackle podcast who's Going to be with us uh, on Saturday, sitting with us in the stands, and he'll be at the Leaguesy with us. Uh, he's been a great support over the last couple of weeks for us. Um, yeah, and, a
1: lot of technical advice. You can see it's yeah, rubbing off on us.
0: <laughs> we, did a, we did a podcast with him last on his uh, Final Tackle podcast last Thursday, um, which was a season review into a season preview of the Warriors. Of the Warriors. Uh, we've also got Jay Harris, um, who's joining us. And uh, Warren Rafferty, who's joining us as um guests, and of course, the great Juan Carlos Contreras. Uh, yeah,
1: that guy that guy looks familiar. Hey, like he
0: just he, speaking of pests, you know,
1: like I, I thought I saw him around the Harbour Bridge one day, yeah, so near North Sydney area, wasn't yeah. it? There's something about that, it was a, yeah. there that looked a bit like him, but I don't know if it was him, you know, but it was, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Thank you, Peter Latour Sr., he says, Good show, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Again, we always appreciate you guys sticking with us, watching the show, joining in the conversation. Absolutely. You...
0: So let's get, um, let's get chatting about uh, this weekend's game. Team, uh, yeah, team round wish one.
1: Tuesday. How good yep. was it to have a team wish Tuesday again? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um,
0: round Today one, for, for those it. of you who live under a rock and haven't seen the team, uh, Roger Tuovasa-Shek at fullback, Ken Mamalo and David Fustua on the wings, Patahiku and Ewan Aitken in the centres, Cody Nikorima at 5'8", Chanel Harris-Devita at half, our starting front row, uh, Adam Fenua-Blake and Jermaine Tanoa-Brown, uh, Wade Egan at hooker, uh, Ellie Katoa back from injury uh, in the back row with Bailey Sirinan and Tohu Harris locking the, the scrum. And then... Um, We have on the interchange bench, Jazz Tavunga, Ben Murdoch-Masilla, Lisa Narmal, Bunty Afar, and then uh, the four reserves, uh, Adam Pompey, Sean O'Sullivan, Tom
1: Arlay, and Josh Curran. Yeah, it's a great looking team. I was very happy to see this team named. Um, The couple of surprises, I guess, being Wade Egan and Eli Katoa, we were sort of under the impression that they were probably an outside chance for round one, but more like round two. So it's great to see that those two guys have been named and included. Uh, it gives us more of our full strength side. Um, the other surprise for me was maybe Bailey Sirenen in the starting side. Not uh, for
0: me. Not for you. As you know, I'm a massive. I'm a. I'm a massive fan of Bailey Surinan. Um Yeah, again, I I agree with you. Wade Egan was a surprise. I thought he was injured. Um, Fuss, we were kind of up and down. But there was an interesting video that Cameron George uh, did yesterday with Nathan Brown. Um, And I've only watched the first part. The second part uh, was loaded up today. I haven't had a chance to watch it. But uh, Nathan Brown, Coach Brownie, was talking about Fussatua has actually played two trials for Redcliffe in the preseason. And in the last trial, last weekend, he was probably the best player on the field. Um, he also cold. He's, he spoke promisingly about Bunty Afar uh, Forcing his way into the 17 And he also said that Tom Arley had trialled really well And had kind of jumped a couple of guys in the pecking order
1: Um probably reflected that he was named on the extended bench yeah. ahead, of, ahead of a couple of guys that you thought might have been there
0: Yeah um, But the I, length, I think um, we're getting a couple head. of questions uh, do you guys agree with the Warriors team list? Yeah, I I'm I'm a massive fan of that side. Um yeah, definitely. I, I guess with the pack, um, you could have gone any way and it was still been a strong pack. And that and that's the beauty we've got this year is so much depth in our squad.
1: Exactly. Depth and competition for spots in that pack. It's is
0: brilliant. is this the team with the most hyphenated surnames
1: in the history of it's be. footy? It's got to be. I was thinking that today.
0: I know the Roosters did, a couple of years ago, the Roosters had um, that Sonny Bill Williams, uh, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, Sean Kenny Down, Jared Waria Hargraves, and I can't remember if they had anyone else uh, at that time. So I I
1: don't know if five
0: is the most in one NRL team.
1: It might be in the grand final. (laughs) Grand final of hyphenated surnames. Yep. I think, I think just looking at the way we match up with the Titans, I think we're pretty, pretty evenly matched with them. And obviously we had the draw with them a couple of weeks ago and there's been a lot said about how the Titans have improved their squad. And I think we're flying under the radar a little bit there. Yeah. Um, we've made, we've made quite a few big name recruits in key positions, but everyone yep. seems to be talking about the Titans and how the Titans are a smoky, some people even saying top four. So it, I guess I guess it's kind of good to be again
0: the, the,
1: flying the under
0: thing, the radar. Yeah, the thing with the Titans for me, and yes, they have bought very well. They've you know uh, Tino and and David Fafita are great um, buys for them. The thing the the thing that's different about the Titans to us is that their depth. They don't have the depth in their squad that we have. Um, I think that's the thing that's going to be the big difference for us this year is the depth. Um, in saying that, the, the big test this week, I think, is Bailey and up against David Fafita um, on it's our left assignment. edge their right edge.
1: Yeah, uh, tough assignment, that one. Isn't it, it, it is a
0: tough assignment. Um, we also saw the damage that Tino can do through the middle of the park. Uh, so, you know, we have to really nullify what he does with the ball, kind of like how we nullified Tal Malolo last year when yes. we played the Cowboys. Uh, kind of really took him out of the game.
1: That was his lowest run meters for like pretty much the whole year, wasn't it? Yeah. So he was he was a non-factor in that game. Yeah. I mean, David Fafita, he is a freakish player and so strong and powerful and quick as well. So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, great, um, great way to test yourself for Bailey Sirin.
0: Malcolm Earnshaw's asking, no, uh, we asked um, Dingo about Jaden Nicarima Jaden Nicarima is back in, well, he said back home. So I don't know if back home is in Australia or New Zealand, but he had a shoulder opera. He did his shoulder in three um, seasons. So he's kind of. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, hi boys. We'll be watching the game at IMAX big screen, Cow, New Zealand. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I heard that um, New Zealand are going to be putting the Warriors games on the big screens. Um, it's It's, I feel for you home supporters that you can't get to watch the boys play for the second year in a row. And, you know, we're not rubbing it in by saying that we're going to be there, but you know, we we're thinking of all you guys while we're there supporting the team. Uh, we're That's trying exactly to. Exactly
1: rep- what I said yesterday yeah. to a few to a few of my mates over there. I said we'll be cheering extra loud for yep. you guys because it's just it's just one of those things, and no one can do anything about it. No, but no, while so- they're here, we, we're calling on you know all the Warriors fans. Basically, around Central Coast, around Sydney, around anywhere where there's a game, to get out there and support the boys, and yep. really, and really let them know that we're behind them this year.
0: Yeah, I um, yeah, I just want to. Uh, Jay Harris is saying Jaden is signed to Redcliffe. Oh, there you go. So he's up at Redcliffe. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we just want our our New Zealand based fans to know that we're representing you. Um, you know, um, loud and proud at every game this year. Uh, at this stage. For me, personally, I think there's like 12 games I can get to, um, which is a, a rarity. And um, I'll endeavour to do my best to get to every single one of those 12 games. Um, but, yeah, just back on um, – oh, what's your guys' thoughts on Cody Nikarima? I'm looking at the back line, and he looks like the weak point in the back line. Well, it's interesting because I was going to say let's discuss where we think the game will be won or lost. And for me, where the game gets won or lost is in our halves if they don't control the speed of the game, if they don't have a good kicking game, if they don't direct us around the park and they don't have high involvement, then we, we don't win this game of footy. It doesn't matter how many post-contact metres AFB will get and um, you know how well Roger runs and how well Ken and, and Fuss run. Uh, we saw it in the trial where we lacked a, a bit of direction uh, for like four
1: yes. consecutive sets. A- absolutely. It was on, noticeable. On their line, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say like the, it's, it's going to be a battle of the forwards and whoever can gain ascendancy in that, because two great packs. Yeah. Um, whoever gains ascendancy there, like you can't see, you can't see like Fanoa Blake and um, Murdoch Masilla and those guys backing down to the likes of, of Tino and David Fafita and everything. No. So it'll be hopefully they just really rise to the occasion, you know, it just brings out the competitor in them. And I'm really looking forward to the clash of the forwards there.
0: Yeah, me too. Absolutely, bro. I, I think it's going to be a, a great game. I'm, I'm. I do you think Murdoch and Missilla will play on an edge when he comes on?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting one.
0: And do you think Jazz will play hooker, or do you think they'll try and stretch out Wade Egan the full eighty minutes?
1: Or do they bring Jazz on to play second row and move Bailey Siren into hooker like he played? Um, for a portion of the trial match
0: yeah it's another
1: option and I, I i personally would like that because jazz he said it himself and everyone says he's a reluctant hooker yeah he doesn't he doesn't particularly enjoy it and you know it, everyone has more or less said that's not his position but it's just a stop gap solution so yeah i'd like to see bailey surenan have a have a run there at dummy half if if it if it's permits yeah yeah,
0: yeah. um yeah, I don't know about Jazz on an edge though. I think Jazz is better suited in the middle of the park. Uh, get, yeah. yeah, get through a lot of that dirty defensive work. I remember like last year, him and uh, Carl Lawton in tandem yeah. were like, um, you know, two junkyard dogs just attacking everything yep. at the at the legs. So
1: yeah, shift shift who um, in, put put Jazz yeah 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 yeah
0: absolutely. Um, it's going to be interesting though, bro. It's a it's a big pack and it's a big
1: bench. Um, yes. And, for once, uh, we've really got size on our side. Well, not for once, but for the first time in a long time, we've really got size on our side. Yeah. There
0: was, a, there was an article today too uh, where Nathan Brown has challenged you and Aitken to be the best defensive center in the comp. Um, so, you know, uh, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing how he'll go because he's going to be on that same side. And there was a couple of times he got found out from Fafita in that trial. Um, there
1: was, yeah, there was a bit. We looked a bit suspect down that side. There, but there we'll were, have it,
0: Chanel out there this time too. and yeah, Chanel okay. defensively is very strong.
1: That's right. He'll be, uh, he'll be knocking everyone over.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the other games, mate. What are you tomorrow night's game? Storm vs Rabbitohs. Who are you picking for that?
1: Storm versus Rabbitohs. Look, much a lot has been said about the Rabbitohs, and so many people are picking them to be in the grand final this year. I'm thinking that it's just after losing three prelims. I assume that. They're finally going to get to a grand final this year. Look, um, Storm, Cameron Smith has officially announced he's retiring today. We've finally gotten rid of him. <laughs> but, he, but look, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Uh, yes, I am.
0: Um, <laughs> he announces it the day before the NRL season
1: kicks off. Funny, is that, is it, it
0: coincidental or is it planned? Like,
1: well, I don't know. Did he know, just it finally just... realize that that was enough?
0: Like, all the talk today should have been about tomorrow's game and all it was about was Cameron Smith retiring. And we kind of, yeah. like, you know, you kind of figured that he wasn't going to play again. Like, most pundits thought, yeah, he's not playing anymore. But yeah. else, yeah, um, I'm, I, I agree with you. Like, a lot of people are picking the Rabbits as a grand finalist this, this season. But the Storm haven't lost a round one
1: game for... That's- that's what I'm thinking too. It's it's uncanny. The storm just always start the season well. Yeah. And they are gonna be without Harry Grant as well, which will be a big blow for them. But they got um, some other fairly handy number nine um, going in starting. Oh, actually, why don't we try and sign that guy? Yeah. Yeah, thought about we? That? yeah we should have a chat about
0: that. Yeah.
1: Hey. Yeah, I wonder if the Warriors have thought about signing Brendan's. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, look, look at that help. Uh, George George Jennings, another. Ex- I was
0: just going to say that. Happy to see George Jennings get the a starting wing spot in that uh,
1: Melbourne side. Mate, all Warriors fans are going to have a soft spot for uh, George Jennings, I think. So um, we hope he goes well. Look, I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip Storm in a fairly close one. I think. I don't think it'll be a a blowout, but I'm going to go Storm.
0: I, I'm going okay. to go against the grain, and I'm going to say the Rabbitohs. Okay, uh, interesting. I, I, I just think. Um, I'm just th- I'm expecting a big game from Latrell Mitchell and um and Cody Walker. So okay. um, but in saying that I hope Cameron Munster has the blinder because I've got him in my super coach side. So all
1: right. Oh, he'll he'll surely he'll surely do proud. Yeah. Who's got has got our usual six pm Friday game? Knights and <laughs> yeah, Knights and Bulldogs. Knights and Bulldogs. Okay, this is a this is this is an interesting one because the Bulldogs again another team that have recruited well. And there, a lot of people tipping them to be much improved. Trent Barrett taking over there. Um, Another former, former warrior, Jack Etherington. Playing to start. Yep. uh, Against the Knights who on paper are a fairly strong team. No Kalen Ponga. No Kalen Ponga is a big factor. And that is why I am going to tip an upset. And I'm going to go the Bulldogs in this one. Wow. Bulldogs by two. Wow. Uh TK says, evening gentlemen. First game for
0: the boys and the Titans got a good lineup. Hope our defense stays strong. Absolutely. I hope our defense stays yeah, strong. Yeah, That's good, it. It's gonna be good to see you, TK. Thanks for joining us, brother. Cheers, um, TK. Yeah, my my Knights Bulldogs. No, no Kalen Ponger. Um uh Blake
1: Green is uh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean Kurt Mann played a lot of that five 5'8 role last year anyway. Yeah, um, Tex Hoys moved to fullback. Mitch Pearce on the back of re-signing for a season. Um, Mitch Barnett's going to be ki- goal kicking for them, which Mitch I thought Barnett. Was, yes, which I thought was odd because. Um, in the field. Yeah, uh, and Bulldogs. Is he uh, going to be toe
1: poking? Is he going to have his socks down and toe pump <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, Bulldogs.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like a couple of good buys in their squad. Uh, you know, Kotrick in the centres, Corey Allen at fullback. Um, Kyle Flanagan in the Harbs I, I just think the Knights forward pack will be too good for the Bulldogs forward pack and I think the Knights will prevail at um, McDonald Jones Stadium
1: oh, well, There's a couple of good blokes in my touch footy team that are big Bulldogs fans so that, that one's for you <laughs> Um the surprise,
0: surprise! The Broncos have the other Friday night game. No way! You sure? Yeah. Have you yeah. double checked that? Yeah, it's the first time they've had a Friday night game for that, that, ooh, that's all season. Yeah.
1: All they want is a Sunday game, right? <laughs> Broncos up against Parramatta. Yeah. Yep. Look, to me, the Broncos have barely added to their squad from last year. I think they get a, they get a couple of guys back, but they're large. It's largely the same squad that they battled through last season with yeah. Parramatta a bit disappointing towards the end of the season. They kind of faded away after starting really hot, but they do have a very strong team. I think a a very well-balanced team. Um, I think Parramatta will be too strong. I think it'll be close. I think the Broncos will be right up for this. The first game of the season, obviously Kevi Walters in charge and um yeah, it's interesting for for a new NRL season. There hasn't been as much buzz up here in Brisbane about the Broncos for, for mine. Um, it's I, I guess it's a bit hard to get excited after you know wooden spoon. winning yeah. Wooden Spoon, but there hasn't been as much hype or buzz about them. But I, I think I think they'll be right up for it. But I'm tipping that the Bulldogs, uh, sorry, the Eels, will prevail in this one.
0: Yeah, uh, just a couple of comments. Uh, Jay Harris said, Bradman Best could be the upset, I think, in the, the Knights Bulldogs game. Yeah, I rate him as a centre. Yeah, he's, he's, he, a, he's a tough BJ Seymour has said, is Mason Linor still in the Knights system? No, he's a- in the, the English Super, Super League. Super League. League, yeah. Yeah, Super
2: League. Yeah. Oh. Um,
0: Broncos, Eels. I agree with what you said, mate. The, the Broncos have lost some strike. Um, you know, Fafita. Uh, who else have they lost? Oh, Ofangawi. Offing, yeah, uh, the Tigers, um, and they really haven't replaced them with with anyone. Um, not, you know, they've they David Mead onto the wing. Uh, Corey O'Neff can't one get a me, start. David, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ben Tio is still still getting a bench spot there. I, I can't see the Broncos improving too much this year. Uh, and as you said, the Eels um, disappointing at the back end of last year, but th- they'll be up for this. Um, you know, the only major change is no no Michael Jennings. Uh, Tom Opechik starts in the centres for... Tom Opechik, uh,
1: Tom Opechik, he gets around, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's n- had nearly as many uh, clubs as um, Tyron Smith. Tyron uh, Smith or Brett Kamali.
1: Brett or Tamara. Um, and he played about 10 first grade games all up. <laughs> yeah. All about 10 different clubs. Yeah. I, I just think I just think the Eel's spine is... Is very well established as well. You got Gutherson, Moses, um, Dylan Brown, and uh, Reid Marney, Marney. and Reid yeah. Marnie. That's that's a that's a pretty solid spine, and they've had probably two, three seasons, full seasons together now.
0: Yep. Nathan yeah. Brown. Nathan Brown. You know, brings a lot of mongrel. Oh yeah. It and happen. Ryan Madison on that on one edge, and Sean Lane on the other edge. It's um, Sean yeah, Lane. Pretty, yeah. Another yeah. another former warrior. Another former warrior. Yep. <laughs> one game yeah. warrior. Yeah, Malcolm Earnshaw, Broncos will get smoked. I reckon they will too. Smoke uh, and, then the we've, and then we've got Super Saturday. We've, we've discussed the Warriors Titans. Um, just on that, you are you
1: predicting yep. a, a Warriors I'm, win? I'm predicting a Warriors win, but I think it'll be a I think it'll be a high scoring game. I reckon this could be like 34 28 or something like that. So I'm I'm gonna pick us by six. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna pick us by fourteen. Fourteen?
0: Yeah.
1: I, I think I, I, I'd bloody love a comfortable afternoon. Yeah. I don't want a nail-biter.
0: No. No, no, no. I don't either. Um, I just want to be able to sit there, enjoy the footy, cheer, yeah. and know that, know that know that we've got a win.
1: I won't be able to hold my GoPro properly. I'll be, like, shaking too much. Oh, Why don't you get one of those straps and put it on your head? Yeah. Get a foam dome. Yeah. Um,
0: the game after us on Saturday is the Roosters versus the Sea Eagles. Um,
1: oh, okay, roosters and sea eagles.
0: Some interesting selections in that sea Eagles squad. Um, Dylan Walker going to fullback. Dylan, Josh, Dylan Walker fullback. Interesting. Josh Schuster not making the seventeen squad. Kieran Foran starting at 5'8 um, okay. Lachlan Croker at hooker. It, it's kind of um, it's kind of like a spare parts side has just been like plugged together. Um. And, and coming up against the Roosters. Uh,
1: yeah, you, you would think that the Roosters will just be too strong. Although, you know, new halves this year as well.
0: Yeah. See, um, JWH uh, coming off the bench too. Uh, Lindsay Collins got the starting front row spot with uh, Siwa Takiaho.
1: I'm not surprised. Lindsay Collins had an absolutely fantastic Origin Series. Yep. Um, and I think he deserves it. And Maria Hargraves getting a bit long in the tooth, gets dominated too easily these days. He's a bit of a yeah. sook as well. so Yeah, he has a
0: cry <laughs> when he does too. Uh, Victor Radley has been suspended for two weeks,
1: okay. uh, which
0: came out today. I think he was named at lock. So there, there will be an
1: ACL a... as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there, there may be a change to that lineup. I'm not 100% sure.
1: Um, I, I think that the Roosters should win this one fairly comfortably.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. We've just got a question from Fabian. Um, saying boys if Cody and CHT perform badly do we hit the panic button
1: I don't think so um, it depends, it depends how badly um, yeah. I mean they're at least gonna get two three games together to start the season I would imagine I don't think we're gonna have any panic stations I mean remember three years ago when we got rid of Kieran after like two or three games and two games two games yeah two games. Yeah. yeah so. I don't think that's what's required. I think you have got to give them time like that. Um,
0: I don't think Nathan Brown will make rush decisions. like No, that I don't too. think so. He's he'll he'll, he'll allow them time to to build into the role. Not too much time, but he'll allow them a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, speaking I, of Adam
1: Kieran, he's been named on the bench for the
0: Roosters this week. Oh,
1: interesting. Uh, it's good yeah. to see him getting some game time. Um, yeah, he's he's a bit of a we got a bit of a soft spot for old AK, and we were we were really hoping that he would be retained yep. purely for his. Uh, utility value, but the Roosters will be benefiting from that this year. So And and he used to sport a Mike Doreen flat top as well. Um, yes. I mean, no yes. one could really wear it like the great man himself, M Doreen, but... Warrior Adam 25. Did, um, yeah. Adam... Yeah, Adam,
0: Adam did have one,
1: though. Adam did uh, come close with the old ginger flat top, so... He did. <laughs> Um, so I pick the Roosters you picking the Roosters in that I'm game. picking the Roosters too I, I think I think they'll win fairly comfortably in this one yep um, Panthers Cowboys okay Panthers and Cowboys it's an interesting one I mean if you, if you said that a few years ago you probably would have been predicting a close game I, I as much as I love Toddie Payton what he did with us I think he's a little bit up against it with his squad this year um, I count the Panthers are relatively unchanged. They've lost James Tamo, but they, they have like a red hot young forward pack. Yeah. solid like solid halves like Luai and, um, and son of the, son of the former coach. Yep. I can't remember what his name is. Nathan, isn't it? Nathan. Yes. Yeah. Look, I'm going to, I think Panthers will win this one comfortably. I think they'll come out and make a statement here.
0: I, I think, um, I, I think so. Uh, Confidently on the Panthers, I think after this week's round of footy, the Panthers will be leading the comp on for and against. Yeah, I think
1: I think Panthers by like twenty plus. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think they're going to put a score on the Cowboys. I, 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 you know, as you said, sorry, Todd, if you're watching. Yeah, love Toddie Payton. We love you, Todd. But um, yeah, I just think um, yeah, the Panthers after their season last year, no massive personnel changes except for as you said, Tamo, and. Josh Mansour, who's moved over to the And Rabbit. Josh Mansour,
1: yeah. They'll be able to prove a point. Yeah. They'll, they'll want to make a statement. And, you know, unfortunately, the, the old uh, Toddy's Cowboys might be lambs to the slaughter. I think they could be. Just yeah. speaking on
0: the Cowboys too, while I, while I think of it, there's there's talk that um, now that the Warriors are, are going to be based in Australia for a, a little bit longer, and we'll talk about that in a minute, um, that the the Warriors Cowboys game, which was scheduled to be at Mount Smart, which we yes. thought was going to be at Central Coast, now could be moved to Tamworth.
1: That would be great, wouldn't it?
0: Mate, that's, Another yeah, game to Tamworth.
1: Yeah, you could come come down to Tamworth. I could I could drive up, road we trip. Could, uh, we could uh, play some country music together on the road trip. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> golden guitar. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. How good would that be? Yeah. Who else is anyone else there up for a Tamworth trip? Yeah, I know Richie Morgan is. Richie um, Morgan, yeah, of yeah, course. He, he. was, it was, was
0: bugging me about it yesterday. Uh, he was the one that put the idea in my head. I thought, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, get
1: us a minivan, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> um. Raiders, Tigers on Sunday afternoon. Oh, Tigers are no chance. Carlos well, has gone to bed. No right, can't Carlos. <laughs> he <can't laughs> you, he's gone to bed. <laughs> uh, Raiders, Tigers. Look, Raiders. Raiders are another team I'm predicting to, to be top four. Um, they they finished the year uh, uh, take take out that semi final against the Storm. They were in good. They were in hot form last year. I expect that to continue. Again, they've got George Williams will be benefiting from having a, f- a full season in the NRL. Yep, he was looking like a real solid playmaker. I mean, you have got such such great players across the park. You've got Jack White in there. You've got Josh Papali. Great forward pack. A lot of young forwards. Uh, our, our old mate at fullback. C&K. Uh, C&K, yeah. Yeah, they'll probably miss Nick Kotrich. Yeah, they've got uh, uh, Bailey well.
0: Bailey Simonson starting on the wing and um, Sebastian Chris in the centres because Jared Croker's out injured.
1: Oh, uh, Jared Croker. He'll be a big loss.
0: So Georgie Williams will be kicking for them this weekend. Uh, okay. They've also got no Corey Horsberg, no... Corey Harawera and Naira because they have both been suspended, and then no Johnny Bateman. So, but yeah. in saying that, I've still got I've still got Hudson Young, um, Joseph Tarpanay, and Elliot Whitehead at the back of that pack. So, they're they're a club with some great depth. Um, I've I've been really impressed with how the Tigers bought in the off season. Uh, yes, Tamo and Offa Hingawi were good purchases. Um, Luciano Lelua you know, on one edge is um has been outstanding. Alex Twial. Uh, the, probably the biggest James thing the Roberts. Tigers have is their biggest deficiency is their halves. There's always a question about their halves. Luke Brooks really needs to step up. A big um, year
1: for Luke Brooks. Really big year for him. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he needs to, I think he needs to have a good season or all that. He might be cut loose by them. Um, yeah. It's been 10 years without finals.
0: Yep. Um, the other one is, hey, Stevie Williams, late tonight,
1: just finished work. Well, welcome.
0: Um,
1: no worries, Stevie. Happy
0: birthday to Roof for the other day, he said. too.
1: Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Um, Yeah, uh,
0: Dane Laurie at fullback, and they've got Jimmy the Jet there now um, with Nofaluma.
1: I'm actually tipping an upset. You're you're starting to sway me here. I was going to go Raiders easily, but then I'm like, you know what? There's a few guys out for the Raiders and the Tigers, you know.
0: And I I know you don't read too much into trials, but... And and they were playing Manly, but the Tigers trial that I watched against Manly, where they put fifty on them, they looked really really good. They looked really cohesive. Madge's, you know, Madge always gets his teams fit. Um, and I think the Tigers will will have a good win. If they if they don't win, it'll be a point or two in it, which will put them ninth at the end of this round.
1: They actually have a fairly good record in Canberra, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, they do. They have they've had a few recent wins there. Yeah. You've almost convinced me, but I think I'm going to stick with the Raiders in a close one.
2: All right. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then to round out the ga- the week, uh, we've got the Dragons and the Sharks uh, at six o'clock on Sunday.
1: Jeez. I think this could be the battle of the uh, cellar dwellers this year. Well, the Dragons especially. Um, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not blown away by their squad, I must say. No. Uh, Sharks without our old mate, Sean Johnson. He's not back till mid-season um interesting that andrew Fafita
0: didn't make the 17 either
1: he didn't make the 17 andrew Fafita.
0: no so they've they've picked the obviously their squad and he missed out on the 17 and i thought in that all-stars game he was one of the better front rowers on that he on the, the field
1: leaner and yeah he did and yeah
0: so that was kind of surprising um They've got the um the guys held together with duct tape, uh Matt Moylan and Josh Dugan <laughs>
1: both they're both
0: back playing. Travis Rayner said Dragon's thirteen plus. Travis Rayner needs to stop smoking whatever he's smoking.
1: Travis, uh, oh, uh get your money where um, your mouth is. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm Earnshaw saying sharks one to
0: twelve. Yeah, um, I, I think I think it'll be a sharks one to twelve. Um yeah, I, well. I, I think so too. I'm going to Not, to as you said, none of these sides blow us, blow me away with their squads. No. But um, yeah, okay. So that, that rounds out the week uh, for this weekend. I'm so excited. Uh, just a little bit of Warriors news uh, coming out this week. That they've committed to another a further three-month stay. So the papers, in, uh, of course, reported incorrectly that they're staying for the season. Cameron George has corrected them, saying it's just a second of a three-month stay, it's a three-month yeah. block. And um, they're doing it in three-month blocks because of the families here, you know, getting kids into school and so forth. And that, That's
1: stuff. it. You, you've, got to, you've got to kind of pick and stick with this kind of thing and commit to it. And it's, it's completely understandable. Again, um, unfortunate for our friends across the ditch who will again miss out on some more home games. But hopefully everything clears up and they're able to go back for like the last sort of um, couple of months of the season.
0: Yeah, I have a I have a theory about that though. Okay, um, theory? My, my theory is that like, so they, and as much as I'd love them to go home and play some footy and, and get, get back to their usual surroundings. So, so they go the first six months of the season or, you know, pre-season and, you know, the first... Three quarters of a season basically playing and living in Australia. And then all of a sudden, when they get told that they can go home, they've got to pretty much pack up everything and go home in like pretty much less than a week and get themselves settled. Breaks the into, continuity. Yeah. Yeah. It it I, I, that, I know what that you're That continuity, saying. that mindset.
1: I, I they lose the focus, perhaps.
0: Yeah. I, I personally would rather, would uh, for performance, performance wise, I'd rather just see them if they've committed to stay for six months, just commit to stay for the season. And I know that sounds harsh to the New Zealand fans, but um I, I, I would hate us to be in a position like we were, uh like, I think it was 2016, where we were up in the top four and then that Sean Johnson injury against Manly derailed us and we went uh, nine straight yes. games and didn't win a game and dropped out of the eight. And and it's it's something like that, something disruptive like that that could disrupt the squad. And I'm not... Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm reading it. No, I think too much there's something it. to
1: that, mate. No, I, I really do think there's something to it. And, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. There's probably yeah. an element of that to it, especially yep. if we start the season off really well and we're traveling along nicely. Yep. So I, I can see what you're getting at. Um, and it's very much, there is very much a mental side to, to footy as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and the preparation and all that kind of stuff. And I think just getting home mid season um would have been uh yeah kind kind of disruptive
1: and it'll be and it'll be a big thing like we were saying with Dan there's so many guys that have never actually been to, yeah. to Mount Smart Stadium and seen the training yeah. facility so it'll be a big there's, thing for them. There's upload. ten blokes that would need to find somewhere to live. You know like yeah,
0: yeah. um i yeah I mean I'm sure the club would help them out, fix them up but
1: I'm sure Dan's yeah. all over
0: that. Um Christian Catley says I agree with Mark on that point. Oh see
1: what a smart man Christian is. Christian right? you you're a smart man.
0: Christian's just he doesn't want them to go home because he wants to make sure he gets that Gold Coast game at the end of the year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we'll get that anyway, won't we? Yeah, it's you up. will. That'll it's be... a Gold Coast
0: home game. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're looking forward to that. That'll that'll actually be RTS's last official um, regular season game as well, so Yeah. He plays,
0: who's... he plays his last game for the club though on the long weekend in October. At uh, ANZ Stadium in the grand final. That's when he'll play his last game. Yeah,
1: I was just getting to that, mate. You know, uh... <laughs> I was just about to say, after the regular season, we have the finals, the semi-finals, prelim, grand final. <laughs> I love um, it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, someone asked me today. They said, "Who who do you think are the contenders for this season?" And I said, "Well, there are plenty of contenders." that are going to lose to the Warriors in the grand final.
0: That's right. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. We'll play anybody. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But but, but that game on the Gold Coast is, is going to be his final regular season game. Yeah. But anyone who's around the Gold Coast area, Southeast Queensland, even if you're interstate mate, come and you know, big, big send off for the great men.
0: Those, those of us who are members to the, um, the individual day passes for magic round have gone on sale. Now for members, Um, so I know there's a few of us that have uh, got our Magic Round tickets. I'll be up there for the whole weekend. Um, uh, Yeah, I've got my tickets for the three days. I know Rob'll
1: be there on Sunday. I know Rob's got
0: his. I know Christian's got his. Um, I know Richie Morgan's got his. So um, yeah, uh, Bay three three three, I think it is for the uh, Warriors Bay on the Sunday.
1: You might be able to score yourself one of these giant RTS heads as well. That's from Magic Round 2019. Thanks to uh, Maria, who um, generously left that behind for me. Who knows? Maybe we'll have some ruined hammerheads to pass out on the day. You never know. Or or some other maybe former warriors, former great warriors. Speaking of of former great warriors, Juan Carlos has asked, would Mike Doreen be in the coach's box for the grand final? Um, why wouldn't he be? Like That's a silly question. Why would you not surround yourself with greatness? That's, that will be a question
0: that I ask Mike when we get him on the show. Um, we're doing our best to try and find some of these old players from 95. We would love um,
1: to get any of the 95 originals. Yep. Hoping uh, to get uh, Tia Row Party on sometime as well, aren't we?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're hoping to get T.O. Row Party. Um, we've, we've got a couple of interviews uh, lined up. Uh, in theory uh, we just have to work out a a time to do it because we we've decided that we're just going to pre-record them and throw them straight up onto
1: youtube because yeah that's why it's important to be connected with us on youtube like and subscribe so you're notified when some of these interviews will pop up because some of these interviews may be with guys in different different time zones that's maybe a little hint there but um, so we won't be able to do that live so we will be putting up the full interview on the youtube channel
0: yeah, now that now that the season proper starts, we're going to be obviously uh, the the format for the show will be reviewing the previous week's game, uh, talking about the other games within the NRL, Warriors news, injuries, that kind of thing, and and previewing yeah, the technical difficulties thrown up. in
1: there, and yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so a lot of the uh, the um, the chat stuff will not be happening live for at least another for a couple of weeks anyway. Um, but once we get some of these guys locked in, we'll obviously advertise on our socials of who we've got coming up. Yeah. Um, so you can get your questions ready. Um, and we'll do a segment at the end of the the interview where we ask um, some fan questions to these, these guys. Um, we have got uh, a very uh, well-renowned um, ex-warrior who may or may not have been named uh, the biggest pest by... Um, by Dan Floyd tonight. We can't uh,
1: confirm or deny anything. So no. <laughs> you just have uh, we got, to stay tuned and yeah, see. Yeah, we've got two current warriors that are keen
0: to, to do a QA and, um, and we're also chasing uh, the Mad Butcher. The Mad Butcher's been really good um, with us in the past couple of weeks, months, uh, giving us has, a lot of support. Yeah. He's, he's keen to jump on and do a bit of a chat with us. Uh, don't know how much we'd get to say. I was going to uh, say, uh, chat with stories. us
1: or a, or a chat to us. <laughs> yeah. he's got some stories,
0: the mad butcher. <laughs> um, speaking of talking about the memberships before, uh, $35 Aussie fan pass. Uh, I think now, like I said, if you live in Sydney, there's something like 12 games you can get to, including the, like the Cronulla and St. George and the Manly away game. Um
1: and yeah, even um, up in Brisbane as well, there's, there's yep. games against the Gold Coast and a home game against the Broncos and everything. Yep. So
0: And Magic Round. you got yeah, Magic, Magic Round up there Round as well. well.
1: So it's even worthwhile. for, for It's worthwhile for everyone, honestly. Yep. You get, get Absolutely.
0: I mean, for $35, you know, you, you, you get the, the inside scoop on all the latest news. You get an email. I, I get one pretty much every day from the Warriors. Um, you get, you know, team lists early. Uh, you get... Um, ticket sales early, you get 10% off merchandise. Yeah, discount on merchandise. Yeah, yeah get yourself and, and jersey. Richie Morgan and, and Warrior Nation um, are running a, a bit of a... How are you and Richie sorting out minibuses for home games for Sydney up to Gosford? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Richie Morgan from Warrior Nation is doing a, a bit of a, a membership promo at the moment. Um, so what he's is saying is um, everyone, you know, buy, get your membership, uh, buy your tickets in the uh, designated bays every week. So this week it's bays six, seven and eight, and it'll be the same bays for the next week's game at Newcastle on the Friday night. Um, sit in those bays. Uh, Richie himself will be taking some photos uh, during the course of the game. He'll load them up on the Warrior Nation Facebook page. If you see yourself in the photos, you tag yourself and you go in the running to win a, uh, a signed Warriors jersey. Um, and it's all for, you know, just sitting as in as one group in the stands um, so that our voice can be heard loud and proud at, at all Warriors games.
1: Get so, on board. Yep. Yeah.
0: Carlos, Warriors 24, Gold Coast 18. You heard it first. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take a win. I'll take 24-23. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> two points is two points. It sure is like it's. It's not often that we start off the season with a win, so no, it's great been very to hit rare. the ground running, wouldn't it?
0: Yep, it has been very rare. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for tonight, mate. What's it like being in your forties, Rue? Oh, that's Robbie Reyes. Where were you last week, mate? When we had um,
1: Justin Murphy on, mate, we had your boy on, Robbie. Where were
0: you? Yeah, we set, be, set
1: it up for you. <laughs> thought,
0: thought you. I thought our screens would be flooded with questions from
1: Robbie. Nice. Uh, to answer your question, Robbie, I don't feel a day over 39. Got some good – you did get a couple of
0: special um, birthday messages too. Uh, Justin Murphy did actually wish you a happy
1: birthday. He did. I, I saw that. I was very, very humbled to receive that from um, – got a message from Justin Murphy, a message from Clinton Torpy as well. So.
0: And Sir Peter Leach.
1: And Sir Peter Leach. So I'm extremely humbled and blessed that these guys um, – uh, sent me their greetings. It was just yeah, it was it was amazing. But to answer- and and you share your birthday with
0: a former warrior and a That's current right. wa- yeah. uh, women's warrior. So warrior number seventy six, Mark Tukey, had his birthday yesterday.
1: Yeah, the and, legendary um, Tukes. Great chat with him. Go back and watch that if any of you guys missed it. Um, yeah, chat with yeah him, Mark Tuks. Born on a great day as well as was uh, women women's uh, team fullback Karina Brown. Yep, NRLW, uh, NRLW no, 34, Warrior 34 Fantastic, yes. yeah No, but to answer your question, Robbie I dead set woke up with a sore neck, so there you go Aches and pains <laughs> hit, hit the 40s, yeah. you know Spectacularly <laughs>
0: Actually, you did say that yesterday when I rang you You said
1: you'd woken up with it. yeah Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, right on cue Woke up, I was like, oh geez, what's that
0: I just Walked played
1: out. a game on Monday night as well And I was feeling the hammies and it's all downhill from here, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. You're only, what, a couple of years older than me, aren't you? I'm 12 years older than you, bro. 12 years, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, no, 11. 11 and a half. I'm not yeah. 52 yet. I'm still 51. So. Still yeah. young. Still young. Yeah, still young, mate. Still young. Young and sprightly.
1: Yeah, um,
0: yeah so that's it, mate. Uh, excited for for round one. I'm
1: so excited to get down there first thing Saturday morning, and I'm really looking forward to meeting as many of you guys there. So if you see us, come up and say hi, because we'd love to meet meet you all and
0: yep, absolutely
1: connected with all you guys, all you wonderful people that support us and watch us every week. And as we always say, we would really greatly appreciate that. Yeah, we, we
0: we do. It's a, it's basically just two blokes having a chat and trying to get you know as many of you involved in the chat as possible. Um, just the kind of show that we'd want to watch if we, as fans, um, and that's all we're trying to do each week is, you know, just um, show our support for our wonderful club. Does Hammer come to New Zealand much? Hammer hasn't been to New Zealand for a long, long time. Uh, Hammer hasn't been to New Zealand for probably twenty years because uh, he had young children and just work and yeah, life gets in get the way. I had a lot of young children at five, so um, they're all adults now and. I was planning on last year, was all set, renewed yeah. my passport, ready to get home to watch some games and uh, COVID hit. So, yeah, I've got this um, passport waiting to be used. And once once we can travel back there, I'll, I'll be getting back there, catching up with family and going to the the Warriors home games. Definitely. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: All right, buddy. I right, um, enjoy the rest of your, your week. Uh, footy starts to. tomorrow. I'm happy about that.
1: Yeah, I have to remember to put it on. It's just like Thursday night, footy
0: on. I know. (laughs) And uh, I will see you at- um, on Saturday morning. Saturday morning at about nine o'clock, mate.
1: Yeah. Absolutely can't wait to tear in.
0: Looking forward to it. All right. As always, let's go on Warriors. Can you convince Rue to go be a Breakers fan as well? Uh, I can't
1: convince him to do anything. No, mate, I'm going to stick with the bullets. There you go. Um, Sorry, sorry, Robbie. And a Heat. He's a Heat fan. He's a massive Heat fan. Heat fan. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to sway me from the Heat. Yeah, you can no. try to get me to jump on your uh, Clippers, but uh, no, it won't happen, mate. Heat. Heat loyalist. He's a, is he a Clippers fan? Is he? Yeah, Robbie's a Clippers man.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. I'm a Nets man. Brooklyn Nets.
1: Jeez, you guys looking good.
0: Well, we've had a long, uh, uh, many years of uh, of nothing. It's like being a Nets fan, but like being a Warriors supporter. Yeah. We've had nothing, and now we've recruited
1: well. We're in with a chance. We've Blake, got a chance. Blake Griffin's a bit of a has been, but yeah, that was a weird one. Weird. I'm just glad we didn't end up with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was all these rumors. He was, he was, big, he's a big, big player, big name player, but yeah, he's had injury troubles. And yeah,
0: we'll see. Yep. Yes, Jay Harris says, uh, to make his show once again, boys, and I'll see you around 1.30 on Saturday. Yes, legend you will. Jay.
1: Can't wait. By to- the way, Jay,
0: saw the um, Jay's. Uh, Jane is a lovely uh, partner. Are expecting an, another baby? I think it's uh, oh,
1: congratulations! It's
0: their fourth. Um, they had a uh, a baby reveal, gender reveal today, um, and they're having a girl, another girl. So congratulations, brother! We're going to have a couple of celebra- celebratory drinks. Absolutely, on Saturday 20, for to
1: celebrate on the weekend.
0: Yeah, for yeah. you becoming a, a father again, and uh, I'm Rob turning forty, and me just being awesome. And hopefully
1: a Warriors win.
0: And a Warriors win. Absolutely. Um, what's saying here? DeAndre Jordan, my favourite player of all time. Thoughts quickly on LaMelo Ball.
1: Um, Overrated. Oh, LaMelo. LaMelo. Yeah, LaMelo, sorry. Not, not I Lonzo.
0: Thinking,
1: I was thinking about Lonzo. Yeah, LaMelo Ball. He, he, um, we went to go and see him when he came to Brisbane when the the Illawarra Hawks came to Brisbane and it was the one game he didn't play all year, I think. Oh really? Yeah, injured. We had tickets. We still went, but um yeah, look, he he, he started off slowly, but he's he's looking the goods. A lot, yeah. lot better than his big brother, I think. So yeah,
0: absolutely maybe there's three really, of them in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Leangelo Li, as well, I think. There Liangelo. Leangelo I think. I don't I don't know. There's Lonzo and La in the NBA, and I think there's another one coming through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
0: All right, brother. I will. All right, um, mate. I'll see you on Saturday.
1: Looking forward to it. All right.
0: Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining in. Uh, look Thanks, forward guys. to seeing you all next week. Look for our lives from the game on uh, Saturday as well. We'll be. We'll be Plenty to look out time. for on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, go the mighty warriors. Massive show, boys. Thanks, TK. Thanks for your support, brother. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Cheers, and TK. we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot.